3: Side.
1: it's the best bits of the week with morgan part two
4: she's breaking down the top seven segments from the bobby bone show this week
5: happy new year friends we are officially in 2024 and this i believe would be technically the first best bits of 2024 And I'm excited. This weekend, Eddie is joining me. So be sure to check out part one and part two, because we talked all about our Christmas vacations, New Year's, and of course, answered some listener questions. He talked about his family, and we even discussed the best TV series we watched in 2023. So check out both of those. Make sure you hear if your name got called out, because I am calling out names now. Part one, part two, y'all. Let's dive into the best bits of the show this week. Which, keep in mind, we were only live two new shows this week, Thursday and Friday. So, a little bit differently, a little bit more condensed. But, we still have best bits. So, let's go. Woohoo! A little fun fact. Friday went down. This is one of my favorite segments because it allows me to have things to potentially put on my dating profiles or talk about on first dates. It's like, it gives me more knowledge and I get it. It's random facts. It's not like actual basic knowledge, but it's funny and entertaining and great conversation topics. So hopefully that's what this is for you. Maybe you'll hear about the slot machine and why it's important to be the one pushing the button instead of putting the money in how crickets can help you with the temperature the animal sting you really need to look out for, how our fingernails grow, and I'm not even going to say lunchboxes. So here you go.
3: Number seven. It's the most fun segment we've ever done about facts. It happens (laughs) on a Friday. Fun Fact Friday. Let's go. Fun Fact Friday. Listen to this. In every U.S. state, when it comes to slot machines, the winner is not the person who puts in the money, but it's the person who presses the button or pulls the arm. So if somebody puts in the money... There are two people there, but somebody pushes the button. The button pusher, legally, is the winner. What? A wow. man in Florida learned the hard way. He and a female friend, they were there together. He had her push the button for good luck. They won the $100,000 jackpot. But casino officials told the guy, we have to pay her. Because there's no bet until the button is pressed. Things turned sour. The guy didn't get the money. The girl kept it since it was her money. That's crazy. Wow. That's bizarre. Hey, that's, that's not, not fun. Never. Have
6: someone for good luck now. I'm always like, hey, touch this. Hit this for good luck. Hit it for good luck. Ugh. Oh, boy. Isn't that That changed crazy? my life. That's crazy. Bobby just changed my life. You're welcome, buddy. Morgan.
5: One of the most painful stings known to mankind is from a platypus. It has poison glands in its hind legs and can release the venom using a hollow spur.
3: What are you trying to do to that platypus where it stains you like that? Right? Yeah, that's a little weird. What is a platypus? I've never, a, platypus? Don't I've a platypus? I think I've never seen that. platypus. I think it's uh, a, it's in the water.
5: Yeah, and they have the little flat bill. That's really? why they're the platypus. Yeah, they're kind
3: of cute. They kind of look like Grimace a little bit, but they just, you know, I don't know. I've never seen one of those. They're cute little creatures. Yeah, I don't know where you'd see them. I I've guess they the don't name. look like grimace. I guess they just look like a. You're thinking of a manatee.
5: Yeah, they look like a beaver, but with a much more giant, like no, I long. Purple, nose. I was
7: thinking purple. No, I was thinking All right, Eddie, what you got? Okay, so fingernails on your dominant hand. So say you're right-handed; those fingernails grow faster than your left hand. So Bones, you're left-handed, so your left. Why hand. Why is that? Does it say? Nah, I don't know. Science, man.
3: Oh, I, I like do that too. <laughs> Science, Not really bro. sure,
7: but check this out too. It also takes six months your fingernail to grow from the base of your fingernail mm-hmm. all the way to the end which is crazy because I thought that fingernails grew from the top
3: You did? Yeah, I thought they just grew out like oh, from the a, that's edge of it
8: huh.
3: I never thought that. I don't even know that I think what you thought was stupid. I just never thought that
7: Yeah, But it's pretty stupid. Wait, wait which yeah. hand is it? Your dominant hand. So what's your dominant hand? Well, right. she's ambidextrous. Right? Your right hand. So your right hand fingernails grow faster than your left hands.
3: Wow. Lunchbox
6: New year, new year Nope, new year, new you <laughs> You know, people are trying to get healthy, and they don't know what to do with their body. I love
3: that saying, "New Year, New Year." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they should
6: really market that better. Go hey, ahead. I'm just gonna let you know: when you're going to the bathroom, the healthiest poop is a long log. Okay. okay. That sinks to the bottom
3: of the toilet. That means you're eating healthy. Thank you very much. All right, you guys ever had one
8: where it's uh, like, no, I'm not, I'm no, not doing we're
3: this too early in the morning. Okay. It's too early no, in the morning. No, just that. Okay. You know what? It's always too early in the morning for that talk.
8: Right. I don't
3: need bathroom talk. Okay. 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 Amy.
8: Okay. The frequency of a cricket chirping in 15 seconds could give you the temperature outside. So what you do is if there's crickets and you want to know the temperature, you count their chirping, 15 seconds, and then you add 37 and you'll get the Fahrenheit degrees.
7: I'm just going to look at my phone, I think. Yeah, I'm just going to Yeah, use I'm it. never going to use it. Because if
3: I got to time the crickets on my phone, I might as well just look at the but temperature what if you,
8: on the phone. What if, what if you only have a wristwatch? Huh? And you don't, then, <laughs> you don't have a. Then I have phone. other problems.
3: I'll probably just stick my but arm I, my, outside my, and my phone. problem how is, I can't find my phone is. more than what's the temperature outside.
8: And the warmer the temperature, the faster a cricket's gonna chirp. Okay. And listen, what if you need this for trivia one day? You're welcome.
3: Okay.
6: You started off the new year with a rough
3: one.
8: No. I feel like it's great.
3: Hey, Daniel Boone, chill out for a second. I'm gonna do some stuff over here. <laughs> uh, Lil Wayne's original rap name was Shrimp Daddy. Oh, that's cool. With inspiration for the pseudonym coming from former cash money artist Pimp Daddy. Oh. Shrimp, shrimp Daddy. Shrimp, 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 <laughs> shrimp Daddy. The trench coat got its name because British and French soldiers wore those long coats in the trenches of World War I. That's cool. The trench coat. Didn't know that. Fun Fact Friday. Yeah! Got- it's the best bits of the week
4: Show! with Morgan Number 2.
5: Y'all know that song. It goes, he's on the dance floor yelling free bird. Singing off pitch like I'm doing right now, but he knows every word. Grabs him a girl and he holds on tight. I'm gonna fast forward this a little bit. Billy's got his beer goggles on. Sound familiar? Maybe not because I sing terribly. That's not my profession. But the reason I'm singing it is because the singer of that song, Neil McCoy, surprise called into our show. He called the hotline just to be like, What's up, guys? And he was talking about the Pledge of Allegiance and something that he's been doing for eight years. And it was really cool. And it was just cool to hear, like, randomly, hey, Neil McCoy is on the phone. So that's what you're about to hear right now. Talk about a fun little first week back at work. Shout out to Neil McCoy and the song, because the music video and the song is iconic.
3: Number six. On the phone, uh, Neil McCoy is on the request line.
8: What? Neil McCoy? Uh-huh. Like the Neil and- unless McCoy? It's-
3: unless it's an impersonator
8: or a different huh. Neil McCoy. I
3: wonder what the market is for a Neil McCoy impersonator. <laughs> How much that would be. I know. I do think it's it's Neil McCoy. Hey, Neil. Hey, how are y'all this morning? Hey, it's Neil. Yeah. That's yeah, it's awesome. Neil. Hey, Neil, good morning to you. Uh, how, how's everything going? Where are you right now? Are you in Texas? I'm at my house in Longview, Texas. Yes, oh, sir. Awesome. Well, thank you for calling. I appreciate that. Is there anything I can do for you?
9: Man, I was just I was just calling to let y'all know that I don't try to bug nobody about it. It just kind of goes unfair, but I stay respectfully live every morning on my Facebook page. Uh, and have for J- January the seventh. Just here in a couple of days is going to mark my eighth year without missing a day. Wow! And it's just something. I'm, well, I appreciate. it. I'm proud of it, and just want to let people out there know that if, if they love and respect our flag and country, if they can come say the pledge with me any morning. I'd love to have What time do you do that? Uh, it, it varies between nine and ten a.m. Central. Depends on where I am, but I'm going to be saying it Sunday morning at ten a.m. Central.
3: Okay. If somebody wants to join us? Do that. We'll one. We're, on, that we're one. on the air nine to ten. Don't do a play with Neil while we're on the air because that <laughs> takes away our ratings, Neil
8: yeah sunday works yeah sunday works okay. sunday works
3: great <laughs> do it like 1001 neil and then we'll send everybody over okay
9: there. that's yeah that's what i meant to say yeah uh,
3: yeah yeah how's how's the holiday
9: man it's good thank you we uh we still run a bunch out here we're still on the road about 180 days a year doing 100 shows but we we spent some time off with the family and i'm glad
3: to have it do people ever come up to you and go Hey man, dude, you look like the guy that goes, All she has gotta do is just give me that wink. But you are him, obviously, but they think you look like him. Does that ever happen? I yeah, I get that a lot and I say, Oh my gosh,
9: I I'd hate to think that I actually look like somebody. And and kind of they go, Oh, well, sorry about that. You must be him. You, you know who but I like you, the people that come up and say, Are you famous? I said, But do you know who I am? Nope. Then I'm not famous. Yeah, that's it. <laughs>
3: Uh, George Burge did that drink with Neil McCoy, which is a really yeah. great version of Neil's song, but that George made it his own thing. Right. So, well, Neil, we're big fans here. Thank you for calling, and thanks for letting us know. And if they want to go and 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 do the pledge with you, what is your Facebook ad- address?
9: At Neil McCoy Music. At sign at Neil McCoy Music. Uh, We'd love to have
3: them. All right, Neil. See you, buddy. Have a good day.
4: It's the best bits of the week with Morgan Number Two.
5: We just got back from our big Christmas vacation. We had been off for quite a few days, so Bobby decided to share his break by the numbers, like things that happened during his break in number form, like how many miles he walked, how many movies he watched, and a few other things that I will not say here. I'll let him just tell you for himself. This is Bobby's Christmas break by the numbers.
3: Number five. All right, by the numbers, uh, I walked 13 miles over our vacation, meaning... I really took that time. I still went to like some classes and stuff and did like
1: core
3: or stretch, but I wasn't going to do anything high impact on like my joints, which is weird because I'm 43 and I never thought there'd be a day where I'm like, I need to give myself a break, even when I don't give myself a break. So I just walked on the treadmill. I put the, the, uh, the incline on like 12.
8: That's wow, high. That's, steep. that's a that's
3: a mountain, dude. Well, it Seems I'll like
8: that'd you, be hard on I your know, joints. I <laughs> shouldn't have done that <laughs> yeah.
3: because it sucked. <laughs> but, oh, I was like, well, this is too easy. So, like, my tendons on the sides of my <laughs> legs—it's
8: well, mm-hmm. been killing
3: me. Um, so, I did that, and I would do it for 30 minutes a day, and just walk. So, I walked 13 miles over the break, and but my knees feel good.
8: For you, my hips feel good. Always training. You never know. Yep.
3: Never what, know what what's gonna happen. <laughs> oh. Um, I, I watched five movies over the break. Wow. Do you want to hear what I watched? Yes. I checked down with Mike a lot, too, to be like, is this good? Mike's a pretty good indicator on if it's something that he likes, something that I like, or something that people will like. General people. Like, Movie Mike's movie podcast is good even about that. Like, he'll go, you will like it, most people don't. Or you will not like it, most people do. But I hit him up, and I watched, first I watched Priscilla, which was the movie about Elvis's wife. Yeah, Priscilla Presley. You know, I guess I forgot they got divorced later in life.
7: Oh, yeah. While he was, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, still alive. In the middle of his career. Yeah. I guess I just thought they died and, I don't know. (laughs) No, and she's still alive. Yeah, she's still alive. Yeah. So anyway, you know, it gets an 83% positive on Rotten Tomatoes. I thought it was pretty good. Okay. Here's the problem. And I did a podcast by myself and you can go find it on the Bobbycast where I talked about this at length. I thought it was pretty good. It was an interesting story about Priscilla based on her, on the book. It's written about her life. Her point of view. And she was part of the, one of the producers. And Mike, you can come to a microphone and correct me because I'll just say wrong stuff without knowing it. But she was 14 and she was in Germany. Yep. Elvis was in Germany. He had been drafted. already was very successful. But, you know, for them, they want to draft somebody to show, you can go in the military like Elvis. And they made sure he didn't die because that had been terrible PR. So he had a very easy job in the military. And... He was 24 yeah 24 she was 14 and mm-hmm. i guess there were just not a lot of american girls or it was like the late 50s but some guy comes up and is like hey you should come over to elvis's house with us and she's 14. and so he goes over and they make the story to where elvis is like but mama i just don't think we should uh, be uh be, be doing this physical stuff until later on but they were like together a lot as she was 14, 15 years old, right, Mike? Yeah, I think it's crazy that he was already a superstar when this is happening. Mm-hmm. And purpose, I mean that, purposefully, the government did that to show that anybody can be drafted. Oh, yeah. And you should be drafted like Elvis. But so she's 14 and 15 years old hanging out with a 24, 25-year-old dude. And it's a different time. I get it, the late 50s. But I don't get it because I'm not in the late 50s. So that to me and my wife was like, man, that just feels creepy. I'm like, yeah, me too. But. And how
8: long until they got married? Like,
3: so, well, how how old was she when got married? 19, I uh, so, yeah, 19. And she, but she moved. Elvis adopted her, right? Oh, okay, this yeah, she went, <laughs> <laughs> See, no, this She stayed okay. in Germany for a while, yeah, and then like a couple no. years later they reconnected and then she moved to the states. So and she couldn't move from her parents unless like Elvis or like Elvis's parents, because they were still very heavily involved in his life. Like, what was like her. Guardian? We'll just, Guardian. Sure. Okay. And make That's sure she went to school. Okay. Yes, because she then she had to move. She went to Graceland and went to school mm. as a high school student <laughs> when she was living with Elvis. So there was a lot of a lot of <laughs> creep stuff that felt... Cre- wow. So um, I liked it, but I thought the movie was pretty good. What's, would, what's it on? I don't know. We I think we just okay. bought it on okay. Amazon. Apple or yeah, you can rent it. Yeah, we br- rented it. Okay. Um, so I give it three and a half sideburns. Huh. Elvis, out of five. It just, I'm glad that she was involved in it because I wouldn't have believed some of it. I'd have been like 14, there's no way. But it would show like Elvis at war, finger quotes, and like all his buddies are at the house, (laughs) playing a whole lot of shaking going on here. Just like jamming out and drinking, having a good time. In Germany? Yeah, you know, war. Um, So I I watched Priscilla. I watched Leave the World Behind. You guys watch Leave the World Behind on Netflix. A lot of people are talking about it. It's like a trending movie. No. Julia Roberts oh. is in it.
8: Oh, I've seen the little whatever. The picture? Yeah, advertisement. Um good? It's awesome. Oh, oh. What? Okay, I'm definitely. Yeah, I'm gonna
7: write that down.
3: But I will say, my friend George, George Burge, by the way, who had a number one song over the break, which I'm super proud of him. It's, it's awesome. awesome dude. George and I were to- Yeah. George and I were together and he said that movie was not for me. I'm not gonna say why, he goes, I didn't like it. It's stupid. And I was just so intrigued. I texted Mike, and Mike was even like, uh, you know, some some do, some don't. I loved it. And then I loved the community that exists after it. This is about the end of the world. The end of the world, oh, is probably. Probably It's the it. called Leave the World Behind. Yeah? What do you think it's about, uh, guys? Barney uh, the, uh, the Dinosaurs creation. Going to space for a little bit. Do they yeah.
8: wake up in the simulator?
3: No. So, Leave the World Behind. I give it four and a half wow. out of five shotguns. Mike, you, what were your thoughts on it? Uh, I liked about sixty percent of the movie. Overall, I think it's an entertaining movie. It's a, one that should that people should watch. Like you're gonna feel one way about it or the other. The movie part, you may be you may hate part of the movie, but you'll feel. Hmm. I think most people are just upset with part of the movie. Yeah, and that kind of influences how you feel about the movie. But I love that part of the movie, and I hated that part of okay, the movie. Fair enough. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I watched the leftovers. Holdovers. Thank you. I, like, the holdovers. Food? I never watch movies, man. So I, I even get the names wrong. The holdovers, that movie has the guy from Sideways and WNBC. Paul Giamatti. Yeah.
7: Oh yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> WNBC. He's it, in Man on the Moon too. He is. So he is a teacher at a private school, and he has to stay during the Christmas break because somebody has to stay back every time to stay with the kids who, do, who can't go home for some reason. I didn't really – I knew it was happening during Christmas, but I didn't really feel like it was going to be a Christmas movie. My wife did, and she was like, that's that's a good Christmas movie. And I was like, oh. So that was – I think you can watch it anytime. It's slow, but when it's over, after it finished, I loved it. There was never a time when I'm watching it that I was just like, I just can't get enough. I liked it. It was fun to – after it's over, you just have this feeling of like, I love that movie and what it – Left me feeling like. Your thoughts? Yeah, one of the best dramatic comedies I've seen in a long time. But don't think comedy cause I did. I was ready to get some, i already get to laughing. There's no la- there's no laugh. I was like the comedy without laughing?
8: Yeah. So dramatic comedy means
3: It's a dramedy, yeah. Okay. It's there's just stuff that happens. It's comedic it's a... elements, but it's not like ah, I'm gonna laugh so okay. much at this movie. I was ready to watch a freaking Chappelle special. <laughs> there's no but it was I, I give it four and a half out of five snowflakes. Mm. Wow. And what's it called? The what? The let holdovers the holdovers okay so it was it was great uh dumb money mike told me to watch dumb money dumb money is about it's like two three years ago whenever everybody started buying up the stock from gamestop oh like buy it and gamestop you know pretty much a worthless company people thought it's a video game store in the mall but everybody started buying it i did not realize how long that went and how everybody just kept holding it holding it it went from like a four dollar stock to like worth over a hundred bucks yeah. two hundred bucks People made millions of dollars, but it's that real story and how people that were trying to short it, but it's got a massive, like acting lineup. Seth Rogen plays, not a bad guy, but like a guy that is an investor who wants it to fail. So he starts losing money. Um, Let's see, who else was in that? Paul Dano's the main guy. Who? Paul Dano. That dude's awesome. Don't even know where I know him from. Couldn't get enough of him. He was in the last Batman movie. That's right. His wife was also famous in that movie. This one? Oh no! Yeah, it's the yeah. it's the oh, woman it's like from Shaili the home. Woodley. Yeah, Shailene Woodley. Woodley. Yeah. There's a lot of people in it. It's it's really. I give it four out of five. Pete Davidson's in it. Yeah, he plays yeah. the brother. Okay. I give it four out of five. Reddit pages. Oh. It's good. I think you guys will all like that one, and you'll learn about that. You don't have to even know that. I don't know anything about stocks.
8: Well, why can't Lunchbox find us a deal like this with our money?
3: Well, the I guy. Did. It, it, that's not the, what what happened is. I can kind of give the story. It's history, right? Yeah. The kid, the young man. Um, it was like covid was happening and they wear masks sometimes just to keep reminding you what the time period was but the the kid was like i really believe in gamestop as a as a stock and he'd have a bunch of money but he had just started just graduated college would just started being a, like a, in finance and he only had fifty, sixty thousand dollars. dollars they have a new baby and he goes i'm putting it all in gamestop but he does like a little internet show and yeah he would show like all his spreadsheets from all his he'd stocks. show it all he'd be super transparent And people were like, okay, so they started, so it started talking up. Well, then they realized as it went up, some people had bet against it. And they were like, oh, let's just stick it to the man. I didn't know that's how this worked. So they, it's called shorting a stock. You want it to bail out. Mm -hmm. So the higher it went up, all these really rich hedge fund guys were just losing their butts. And the story became huge. And then everybody saw then it was when are they gonna sell? Because if it bottoms out, they lose all their money.
8: Okay, so Lunchbox, make a little show, show all your spreadsheets. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: Maybe you can explain it to me. I don't want to because I'm gonna mess up and I'm running out of time. Oh dang. All right, but but we can't. Mind. We can do it in the post show. Thank you. We can do it in the post show. The and then I watched a movie called They Clone Tyrone. What? Oh great. Let's go. Oh, what movie is Mike, that? have you seen that? Oh yeah, it's a good one. It's movie. awesome. I forgot man. to tell you about that one. Oh <laughs> my god. Jamie Foxx is in it. It's um Golly, okay. It's on Netflix. Oh, dude, I was I had I was sick during the break. Like I had like RSV or something or whatever, uh, m- some sort of flu. All I know is a bath had to be drawn. <laughs>
7: That's what we heard. Multiple baths, yes. yeah.
3: <laughs> so it's a it's a show where uh, this guy's a drug dealer, like in a not in a great part of town, um, and Jamie Foxx is a pimp, and it's like not good news where they live. And at first you're just like kind of getting to know him, and it's it feels. Like, man, it's not the kind of life I'd want to live, obviously. And then you start, it starts to unwrap. It's, it's, it's awesome. I don't know if everybody loves it. My wife loved it, and she's not in the movies like I am as much, like the weirdo ones.
8: So is it they cloned Tyrone? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Oh, I had less, less cloned
3: Tyrone. movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
6: 95% on Rotten Tomatoes.
8: Four and a
3: half. Okay, good. Sometimes these, these movies that I like, I, just, I don't universally recommend because I think people won't like exactly what I like I give it four and a half I would do five but I give it four and a half pimps out of five wow <laughs> mm-hmm. race and I have one minute left um I read two full books I wow. have two not two full books that's a, a lot. lot yeah thank that's you. a lot man uh two dogs uh still alive I did three podcasts I did anyway I'm out of time um thank you bye
4: it's the best bits of the week Show
5: The super talented Katie Offerman stopped by the show this week. She's so good. It was fun to watch her perform her song, Going Crazy, which I don't believe has been released yet. She's kind of been teasing it, so make sure you go watch that on YouTube because it's so good. I'll be streaming it as soon as it comes out. But not only that, she was sharing a story about how the show played a role in her getting to open for George Strait. It was a really cool story that involved a hair salon, and some really interesting things that Katie puts on her hair. <laughs> so here y'all go. This is Katie Offerman. You're not going to hear the performance here. We can't because of podcasting. So go check out YouTube if you want to see the performance. After you listen to all of the best, best parts, though. Not right now. Wait a little bit later.
3: Number four. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Katie Offerman. Katie, okay, you know I'm a massive fan of yours. Thank and you. And it's good to have you back. i so good to be here. I saw that you had opened up for George Strait for a couple nights. Yes, that's
8: that's all, just awesome,
11: man. Everything is downhill from here. I realize. I, I'm like, I thought Parker was cool. I thought Ian was cool. No, not anymore. George. And you know is what? You can man. tell Parker and Ian they're
3: not cool compared to George Strait, and they would even <laughs> accept no, that. They yeah. would agree. They'd be like, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean,
11: man. George is just a whole nother category, you know. Uh, to me, the people that I grew up loving, most of them aren't alive anymore. But George is one that still is. You know, I'm not saying that to age him, but like, you know, he's been around a long time.
3: He's been around what, er, early '80s?
11: Yeah, oh, I'd like say '70s. I'd say late 80s. '70s. I'm talking about like, his, yeah.
3: I mean, alive. Yeah. Yes,
7: <laughs> <but Okay. like, laughs> no, no, but like, yeah. I mean, he had songs in early '70s, really?
3: late yeah. '70s. So, <sighs> and the reason I guess I knew this is because you, um, you tagged me on a story. And I was like, oh, that's really cool, Katie. So I thought you just wanted me to see you were opening for George Strait.
11: No, you know, um, it was crazy because, you know, so George and I met in a hair salon. That's why when everybody gives me a hard time about paying money for hair, I'm like, it does matter because you could get it, you could end up opening he for He was in a hair salon? Yeah, he was. That's the funny thing. And so when I was like 13, 14, you know, I was at that point where I'm like, I'm going to get my first like little baby highlights, you know, whatever. So my mom's friend's wife was like, you know oh you gotta take her to Kim in San Antonio she does George's hair and at the time I'm like sold you know when when, and where and now looking back it's like what about George's hair was representative of what I would want done with mine you know now hey. I'd be like can we get on the one Instagram connection? connection.
3: you're one, one connection uh, away you know
11: but I'm like oh, George <laughs> say no cool. more and so anyway Kim had always said give me your cell I didn't have her number and she was like let you know let me just keep it in the back of my mind. And George always, you know, texts me randomly. And she's like, I need a cut, you know. And she's like, one of these days, I'll try to link y'all up. And I was like, oh, my God, I'd love that. But I just figured it'd never happen. You know, I was like 14. And um, and so long story short, I had played at the Saxon Pub in Austin the night before playing fiddle with a buddy of mine. We would start playing at midnight every week. And so by the time I got back to New Braunfels, you know, it's like 3 o'clock in the morning. I'd sleep in. So next morning I remember waking up on my futon And looking at my phone And seeing some unknown text from a 210 number And I'm just like I ain't got time for that So I put it back down And then around like 9.30 I look at the phone Which makes me seem like I'd sleep in when I was little But I don't. you know those were tired days for me And, um, And I looked at it and it said Can you be here for a hair mask At 10 And it didn't say anything else Didn't mention George, didn't mention Kim That's it and I was like, oh, my God, it's Joel. Oh,
3: you felt it. You felt I knew it. it. Yeah. You know,
11: that gut, that gut George feeling.
3: I get the gut George feeling every day. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
11: I know. And so I ran downstairs, you know, because my dad homeschooled me. And so he was home and I was like, oh, my God, Dad, we are meeting George. Like, we got to go because we live a solid hour from the south side of San Antonio. And I'm like, you know, I could have we could have left earlier, but I didn't look at my phone. And so I was like, we got to go now. And I just wasn't one of those girls that could, like, you know, throw in a hat and go. Like, I was like, already feeling not great about the state of myself to meet George, you know, by throwing some dress shampoo, a little mascara, get it put on my boots. And we, you know, my dad gasses it. So we're flying to San Antonio. And uh, we pull up, and there's Kim's car, there's a random car, and there's a Range Rover. And I was like, God, man, maybe it's George, you know. I thought maybe he would have driven a truck or something, a little more Texas-y. Um, and so, <laughs> so my dad's like, I'm just going to stay in the car. You know, you just figure it out. Um, so I walk in. How old are you? 14.
8: Okay, 14. And she was playing, you are playing Saxon Pub at oh, midnight? Oh, yeah, she's been crushing. Oh, yeah. My okay, mom yeah. would
11: take me, okay. get some parental control going on. I also <laughs> couldn't drive, you know. Okay, so
8: you're 14 you walk in.
11: Yeah, okay. so I, I walk in and... You know, and there's just no plan. It's not like Kim said, okay, this is kind of the vibe. No. You know, I have no idea what's going on. I don't know if I'm supposed to be like, yo, George, it's Katie. You know, or just like, I don't see you.
3: Like, oh, God, what are you
11: doing? <laughs> yeah, here? yeah, God, I didn't yeah. expect to see you, you know. And uh, so I'm like, I guess I'm, I don't know. So I go up to the front. There's like these kind of cool, vibey privacy beads. It's a tiny little, you know, salon boutique uh, kind of house. And so there's bees that are making kind of some privacy between where you get your hair done and where the entrance is. And so this girl at the front, her kind of assistant, whatever receptionist, kind of dingy, whatever, um, I'm like, you know, hey, I'm Katie. You know, I got a text about a hair mask. You know, I don't know what the vibe is, but I I see George, you know, and I think it's about George. And she's like, I have no idea. I'm like, great. So, you know, I'm like, all right. She's like, you can have a seat. I'm like, I'm running out of time, lady. Like, you know, Georgia's going to be leaving soon. So I sit down. You know, Kim sees me through the beads. I mean, nobody said anything to me, you know. And so she's like, okay, are you ready for your hair mask? And so she takes me over. It's a really tiny room. It's like, you know, three chairs in front of a mirror. And then there's bubble dryer chairs, the old school kind of the dome, you know, facing the opposite way.
3: The plastic thing that comes in your head? Yes, got it. that just fries you. Yeah. And
11: so um, I'm walking two inches past. I'm, I'm grazing the back of George's neck, basically. You know, and Kim's there still. She hasn't even said hello. And we're in a tiny little room, smaller than the room we're in right now. So I'm like, everybody's seen everybody. And so I'm sitting in the dryer chair. Nothing's happened at this point with my hair. And um, I'm just sitting there chilling. I'm like, okay, well, I'm facing George, facing the mirror. Um, I'm like, I'm just not going to make eye contact, you know, kind of th- I'm pretending I'm on my phone. And so she's kind of getting towards the end a little bit. And this chick comes up, and she's like, okay, I've got your hair mask. She puts on the cape, <clears throat> and she brings this thing. It looks like a icing piping filled with chicken fat. And it's just like, okay, we're going to pull your hair up, and just you know just starts just all over my head you know it looked like pus sounds gross but it's just chicken fat just coming all around my hair and then she wraps me with (laughs) continuous cotton swabs and then puts a like a shower cap over my head and it was like I felt insecure before this and now I would really just like to Die. You could also could kind have of
3: saved time by not putting on mascara and gotten. If you knew you were going to get chicken fatted, right, you I mean, right. I could have just gone yeah. all natural. Yeah,
11: yeah, yeah. You know. Um, and so, anyway, I'm. I got the bonnet. I got the cape. I got the the deal. The oozing. And so George gets up to pay. I'm honestly like, thank God, like not today, you know. And um, and then Kim comes out of nowhere and he's like, "You rated me, George?" And I'm like, "Not really," <laughs> you know. Um, but I'm like, "Here we go. Let's do it." So she takes me up there, and George. I end up talking about just music and life for like thirty minutes. And uh, the funny thing is, you know, I had told this story over the course of the past years of just like kind of manifesting something else with George. I'm like, who else gets their hair done, kind of with George? And so, um, you know, fourteen years ish have gone by, and I get a Facetime from my agent at WME, and was like, you know, what are you doing? Like, I don't know, no. What are you doing? She's like, well, I just wanted to see if you wanted to open up for George Strait at Dickie's Arena. Out of you know, nowhere. Out of nowhere for a couple nights. And so at this point, you're like, God, i love to see WME putting in the work, you know? <laughs> and um, I'm thinking, maybe that's the end of the story, you know? So it's crazy because, you know, you, were, you guys were pretty much the main reason looking back of why I got that gig which I never expected because um I got a call I, I hadn't talked to Kim mind you because I made away when I was 16 to go to school you know I hadn't been home I hadn't been getting my hair done there and so I hadn't talked to Kim in years and <clears throat> truth be told I was getting an Asian massage I was getting some <laughs> reflexology done I love them so much and I that's I, feet right yeah, well, it's yeah. whatever you want it to be. Got it, got it. But the but but the feet, uh, the feet's where it, where it's at. Yeah, I'm just looking for my water here. So, um, I was unavailable, and I missed Kim's call. When I got out of there, I saw that Kim had called me from me salon, and I was like, you know, I'll be darned. I haven't talked to her in 14 years. I was like, it's got to be something related to George. I texted her. I was like, this is Katie. Like, did you mean to call me? And she's like, "Oh my gosh, I've been texting the wrong Katie, you know, in my in my phone book." And um, she was like, "It's about George, you know. Call me tomorrow because I was heading to a show." Um, and so I call her the next day, and she, you know, I said, "Is this about the shows?" And she was like, "I didn't even know you got the shows." She said, "I was calling to tell you that I was driving in my car, you know, a couple weeks ago," and she was like you know bobby bones they were talking about you about new artists or something like that and um and she he mentioned your name and she was like i hadn't heard your name in a long time you know and i didn't know if that was still you and she was like i googled your name and realized you know you had a record deal now you were still doing the thing you were you know playing music and doing well and and she's like i just couldn't believe it she's like so i dove into your songs and started listening and was like wow like this is the same girl that 14 years ago you know I did her hair and introduced her to George, whatever. And, um, she was like, you know, the next day George is planning on, I sold my salon, you know, she said, and George comes over to my house in Bernie now. And, um, she's like, he came over the next day and she's like, I just had this gut feeling. And, um, she just said, George, like, you know, do you remember this girl, Katie, that had like a hair mask on that you met in the salon like 14 years ago? Um, and he was like, yeah, you know what, I Do like she gave me her CD that I casually had had in the car, you know, and, uh, she said, well, like, I just heard her on the Bobby Bone show. Like she's playing music. Like she's, she's really doing it. And she said, you know, you should have her out on some shows sometime. And, uh, Kim said that. Yeah. Kim said that. Go Kim. Yeah. <clears throat> And um
3: and how about George being loyal for fourteen years to the same hairstylist? Yeah,
11: <laughs> yeah and, I know. I'm and like, how about God. having
3: the same cell phone number for 14 years? <laughs> like all yeah. the things are the same. It's just awesome. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That's a good sign yeah. about people,
11: you know? And um which is kind of crazy. And she just said that he he said after that, he's like, you know what's funny? He's like, I'm actually heading to a thing with a you know, his people that he kind of gets that stuff going with as far as the shows he's like we're buttoning up a few things because i had a few open slots coming up and we're trying to figure out support for that so he was like um he's like all right and then we looked at our calendar and the day he came to her salon you know i got the call like two three days later about playing the shows and so i think it it reminds you that there's really sweet cool full circle moments that still exist in life you know yeah um so I'm like also I believe in manifestation um because I relentlessly told that story and was like one day me and George you know I always said that he would maybe be the bartender with some code to go in the background on don't do it in Texas but I got to play with him instead how was so, the show how I mean when you oh
3: did you did you get to talk to him a few minutes before you went out did he come say hello or was it you, you <clears throat> it's know, such you know, a big deal you you know everything's so separated
11: it's pretty separate I would say they run a pretty tight camp. Yeah. You know, it's pretty much like nobody's in the hallway when George is just walking through like that kind of thing. Um, he did write me a really sweet note. Oh, that's cool. Um, and sent it to me, um, on our show poster, which was really cool. Something to frame. Um, it was just amazing. You know, it was the first time I'd ever done a, uh, circle stage. No, you know, but where you're, George is singing a couple songs at every microphone. So he's moving.
3: And there are people looking at you from every direction. Yeah.
11: Yeah. So it's like, you better do some squats before those kind of shows because (laughs) it's a lot of attention to your backside, you know? And um, it was just, it was cool because it felt more intimate. And we're at Dickie's Arena. And I'm playing there again with Parker on New Year's Eve. And that's a forward-facing, you know, stage. So I'll be curious to see how it feels then. But with the... You know, roundabout thing It felt so intimate Because the people are Right up next to you It's like I could almost look Every single person in the eye You know, all the way around Except for the top row Um, And that was really special Um, So I'm just... Thankful now I'm ready to do it again. I'm that's, like yeah. George. When we doing this again, George, uh, George, Kim. <laughs> where are you, Jordan? George? Kim, <laughs> God, um, that's
3: a that's a really great story.
11: So yeah, yeah so, so I'm. I mean, I never would have thought that she'd be listening to the Bobby Bone show, or that there's you know? George is
3: still getting his haircut from Kim. Yeah, like that's the big takeaway. I've way. not been that
11: yeah. loyal to a hair person. I got. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Even after
8: like, she closes
11: the salon, he's like, okay, I'll go to I'll your, go house your house and Bernie. Bernie. Yeah, yeah, big deal. <laughs> yeah, commitment. That's so wild. you know, but he's had his band. For years and years, the same guys, you know, and they've still got like their little music stand up and playing and um, and they're just the best. Like, I think that says a lot about an artist and somebody, um, you know, still be with the same people all got, around
3: I got to okay. introduce Parker to George for the first time too you know you guys yeah. grew up around the same spot and yep. all of us were in Texas forever some of these guys were born there and so George Strait is just like the foundation he is musically of, yeah. of of that state that's super cool
11: have you met George? yeah like have y'all hung out like what's y'all been y'all's what's been your favorite George moment?
3: My thing, my favorite thing about George we've probably met three times as okay. far as like spend any time at all together two work wise <laughs> one mutual friend type thing yeah that he's not George Strait when he's not George Strait. Right. Nobody recognizes him.
11: Yeah, he was in like little boat shoes and a, he's like, a beach shirt when it, I met him. He's just
3: a dude. In a baseball yeah. hat. Like, he's, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's my favorite thing is that there's no like air of George Strait. Yeah. He's just another guy hanging out. Doesn't uh-huh. want to be the George. I have one of our friends played golf with them and they were doing karaoke in a bar after they had finished playing golf and the guy was singing George Strait songs uh, didn't know it was George Strait in the bar. Wow. And then George Strait, he didn't even go up to it. He didn't be like, I'm George Strait. That, none, <laughs> none of that ever happened. But the funny thing was that the guy had sang like two George Strait songs and wow. never realized that George Strait was like a table away from him the whole time because George Strait was in oh, golf clothes gosh. and a hat. But yeah. I think that's probably the coolest thing. He's just reserved and quiet yeah, and nice. I mean, and
11: Norma, his wife is super sweet. Bubba's so nice. You know, just like good people.
3: Amy, uh, her uncle worked on George's ranch when she was a kid.
11: Yeah,
8: I mean until he retired. Yeah. And speaking about working for people forever, like when my uncle retired. (laughs) I mean he lived out at the ranch and everything. Wow. So yeah. Was this at
11: what ranch was this? Like in like San Antonio? South of Dill near Dilly.
8: Well, my uncle my dad, his family, they're from Dilly, but I don't know, was it Poteet or what's over there? I don't know the different areas. I went there as a kid and of course, you know took a, did a photo shoot at the front gate oh. with like the brand like the G and the S and I'm like Dad take more pics and he's like where's, Ki- where's Kim I want to meet him yeah but George is <laughs> yeah. there and we got up one morning to go down to where they were roping in the morning he'd wake up early and we were in my uncle's house like getting ready my uncle's like you got to get up like now's the time to go and I put on my George Strait t-shirt oh. <laughs> I don't know it's probably eight maybe and we go down there age. and. Like, it was dark out. The sun hadn't even come up yet. And that was the first time I met him. And so that was, like, really cool. But also, my dad was trying to be respectful of, like, that's my uncle's job, you know? And he had worked for him for a long time. So then, of course, when we moved to Nashville, one of the first people, we were at some event, and George was there. And I marched straight up to him and was like, you know, hi. I was like, I'm Ted Moffitt's niece, and he was like, Well, I'll be, you know? He's like Ted Moffitt, can't believe it. And so then we kinda had that, is that. So funny. of course every time I see him since then, I'm like, I have to say, I have to remind him, I'm Ted Moffat. <laughs> <laughs> uh so he's yeah, wow. very
11: nice. Well, yeah.
3: Th- that's a great story.
11: I know. So thank y'all for the uh, a yet. gig with George Strait. Let me know who's coming next. You so. got it. Uh, <laughs> no, Garth. Yeah, Garth. Garth. Uh, uh, who
3: who 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 would be your Mount Rushmore? like four musical I won't say that you love the most right now because mm. you know music comes in seasons and artists have projects but of all time who are the four that you would put on there
11: four well George mm-hmm. um, man I would have loved to go on tour with Bob Wills um, as of one swing. of the as,
3: as one of the band or like as an opener like one oh, of the playboys or
11: maybe both I want to be a playgirl yeah. and then and then I want to you know open up I think that'd be so cool um, just because I love Western Swing. Um, you know, Alison Krause is one that I still just love. Um, you know, God, that's a hard one.
3: Chingy. There's just, hmm? Chingy.
11: <laughs> Chingy? Chingo bling. Oh. No,
3: Chingy. <laughs> oh. I like it when everybody's out there. there. now I'm just picking somebody random. You
11: know, Willie. Yeah. Chill yeah. Crow.
3: Yeah, Cheryl Cross. Ray
11: Price. Well, now that's six. six, Yeah, no, this is like two (laughs) mountains. Well, okay, I mean, we could do Eric Church. We could do God, Cody Johnson. Now we're working our way down. So many.
3: How is everything going for you, musically? I feel like you're just—I see you in my periphery a lot, which means you must be doing a lot, lot, because we we don't really see what everybody else is doing. The the world is so full of content and everybody trying to scream and hey, pay attention to me, I got this project. But I see you doing a lot of stuff now. Do you feel like things are starting to really break through for you?
11: You know that's that's good to hear that you say that. Thank you. Um, you know, sometimes I think you you lose a little bit of perspective of that because I think you're in it. You know, and so I think um, I've been busy this year. So to me, if I've been busy, then yeah. I'm grateful for that. You know, this year was my first year of radio tour. It looked different for me. I think this year was, um, you know, I was on Parker's tour, playing a lot of shows throughout the whole year, and we're doing it again next year, which I'm, I love him so. Thankful for all that. Um, you know. I did less writing this year. That was something I kind of took away from this year that, that I want to do differently next year um, because I find that I find such fulfillment in the creative process that sometimes you, so much of it is out of your control. You know, the the whether it's what happens with, you know, your song on radio, things like that, um, what I have control of and I still believe so, f- you know, wholeheartedly in songs. Um, but I feel like great songs always find their way. So for me... I try not to look at, you know, kind of what's going on or how I'm doing. You know, I think I feel, I feel good when I'm putting out music and able to play shows because that's how I'm able to connect with people. Um, and so past that, you know, what I love for my streaming numbers to be up. Yes. You know what I have loved if killed a man did better at radio. Yes. You know I mean? There's, there's always things. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. Um, But I'm just grateful because I feel like I have an amazing team. You know, UMG really supports the music I put out and and lets me make the music I want to make. And that's rare. Um, You know, I've just I've got good people around me. And so for me, it's like this is the long game. Like I just I want to continue to build and put out music that I'm proud of and. Hopefully, be a good person and play shows and connect with hopefully people. Hopefully, be a good person. All the rest I of stuff mean, she's going to do. Like, but she hopefully is going to be a good gonna person. I'm going to be a decent yeah, yeah. She's like, I'm going to put out music and hopefully God. I'll be a good
3: person. So.
11: <laughs> well, you know.
3: Priorities, I get it. Yeah,
11: yeah. I don't know. I hope people don't see me as like a douche. I think that I'm generally pretty nice. So, not always. I was talking about a douche back there and we were yapping about somebody that's on my nerves. But um, oh, tell us more. <laughs> yeah, no. You know, some people. There's some people that can be kind of douchey, and then there's some people it's just like, oh, God, I just want you to die. So, oh, how about oh, that? Oh, wow. Yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I believe that that maybe like a complete douche or somebody like in prison should die instead of a dog.
3: Yeah, you know, I, like I, I think that. dogs yeah. should live. I don't way mind longer. if a douche dies in a movie. You kill a dog, I'm
11: yeah, upset. I'm just wrecked. Yeah, yeah. But if so, we really
7: knew dogs, some of them would probably
3: be douche. But we right? don't. Yeah, yeah.
11: douchey dogs.
7: I mean, there's got to be right. Oh, they can't all be right. great. I mean, sometimes <laughs> Stanley, my
3: bulldog, is a douche. Like he purposefully will look at me and not listen. Uh, all right, two things. Yeah. Two things. Two uh, two me. questions here. Um, I felt you. Whenever you said, oh, look, at," me. you mentioned your agents working. I get in that fight with my agents all the time. Like, mm-hmm. what, what, do more. Right. Why are you not doing anything? And then they do something. And I'm like, wow, look at this. They came through. And then it turns out it was like uh, a cousin that had what? said something to somebody. And I'm like, you don't even get the credit for this. <laughs> right. So when you said that, like that resonated with me. I'm constantly in a friendly battle of why don't you guys work harder for me? Because yeah. I'm working harder for you.
11: I feel like I'm always the hardest working person, person. and my manager in my business, yeah, you know. But that's not ragging on them. I truly think at the end of the day, it's it.
3: They're douches. Let's say
11: it. What? No, <laughs> no, No, oh, no. Oh, I, I don't
12: want
11: to oh, get. Oh, I don't <laughs> trouble Never mind. For you didn't that. say that. No. That's what no,
3: I said. That I said that. Yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay.
11: You said that It's a
3: joke. It's timing. Uh, you know. Go ahead.
11: I think it's got to be that whole. You know, it's like it. It is W me. It is Kim. It is you. You know, and it's all those. It's it's everybody kind of taking their little. You know. Pitching Katie, and then at some point the stars align, you know? And um, I never blame it on, on them, you know, when things come through. I don't come through. You know, sometimes I think certain people could be working harder, yes. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, it's hard when you're at a big label agency, whatever mm-hmm. the deal is. If there, there's people that have a song that's doing great on radio or streaming like crazy or whatever, it's like, I can't blame them or the agency for getting that opportunity over me. Well, I
3: know? do. I do blame them, and <coughs> well, not go only get that. Yes. Me. So, <laughs> I, I think unfairly I hold people to the standard I hold myself to, and yeah. sometimes that's not fair. That's hard. Yeah. So I
11: totally get that.
3: And then my second thing was, <coughs> do you know a guy named Kevin Kluge?
11: <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. What do you think about that? Um, I think I need somebody to fund my uh training sessions with him
3: (laughs) so kevin's my trainer yeah we're together three four times a week he says wonderful things
11: oh that's so nice well my business manager told me i had to stop going um he was like what what are these like venmos uh (laughs) (laughs) and he goes to kevin too so he just wait
3: your business manager said to stop he probably wanted your slot
8: he probably did. Uh, yeah. I was taking it. You that can't t- get
3: in. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Well, Wait,
8: so he's, or is he like, you need to go out and during this time you're working out, go earn more so you can pay me, so right, I can pay, pay Kevin, yes, so <laughs> I can like, go look. get
11: Klug, yes. Um, but no, I love him. He's just such a great guy. You know, I I loved working out with him, and um, I love that you work out with him too. Does three
3: he, three times a week, three, God, four, yeah, whatever. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah. We just
8: Bobby's always training. Yeah. Have it, you ever I, gone to him? No, I've watched the workouts, though, on video. Caitlin records them.
3: No, my wife... No, she, she doesn't. No, 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 no. This is what oh, happens. She okay. doesn't record the video. We will the, be in the, the back. <laughs> we have security cameras that cover the right. whole property. And we will be working out sometimes in the backyard. And Eddie will come over and work out. Our friend Ben works out. Yep. And so sometimes when we're doing things, we feel and look, like we look a lot more athletic than we really are. Right. And my mm-hmm. wife will be like, you guys look so dumb. <laughs> look at this. I got it on security camera or jumping stuff. And then she'll text it to Amy and be like, look how dumb they look.
11: <laughs> Great. Just going around. Yes. Yeah, Tell mean, me that's not true.
8: <laughs> I don't think she was more dumb. What'd she say? Uh, you want me to pull it up? No, it's yeah. a it's we like down. just like it's hilarious watching them go. I, you know what? It's yeah. impressive. You go all in. That's not what she no. said. So okay.
11: impressive. Yeah, it, it, that's not what she said. It, <laughs> it's. Okay. I think he's brutal though. It's, I mean, like yeah, it's, it's I him. really hard. Like yeah, I'm sweating profusely. So yeah, if anybody wants to fund that, I'm just throwing this out there. It a ain't memo cheap. Memo at Katie Offerman.
3: Um, okay, quick question that I want to hear you play. Some are you? Are you related to Nick Offerman?
11: no I'm related to no cool Offerman but I would get messages on Facebook all the time of just like is there any relation to Nick I'm like no I don't even know who, who he talks was. in that voice oh, well there I, there I don't re- that, <laughs> those are all like the random oh, No,
3: that's the random yeah. person yeah, voice yeah, that, yeah. is
11: there any relation to Nick <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> okay Katie Offerman <laughs> is here I want you guys to uh, two things one if you happen to be like a, a hairstylist and you know a famous artist you heard yeah. it on this show and tell them Katie wants to come out and play at right? a, a yes. stadium right yeah, right? let's There's just keep Plenty that.
11: of hairstylists that have let's connections. Keep that so. going.
3: Uh follow her at Katie with a C, Katie Offerman. And is it what is it? Is it in real? Is it Katie? Is it Caitlin? Is it it's what?
11: Caitlin, but nobody's ever called me that.
3: And how do you spell Caitlin?
11: C A I T L Y N, like mm. uh Caitlin Smith. Got it. Yep. I I don't know why my parents named me that. They've never once called it.
3: Caitlin, oh, they yeah, never called so. you Caitlin, even when you get in trouble? <clears throat> no. Uh.
11: I'm always Katie.
3: All right. So well, yeah. If, are you gonna do going crazy? Is that what you're gonna do here?
11: Yeah, I am. That'd be awesome. Um, you know, I added it to my set with George. I had 45 minutes, and it was a chance to, like, add in a couple new tunes. Um, and so I've just been having fun with this one. And I feel like everybody has had a situation where a man or a woman made you go crazy.
3: I, uh, I don't know that I have, but You haven't
11: ever gone crazy for a woman?
3: Like, I'm, like, crazy in love. But uh, I go to therapy, uh, and he's like, you got to have more emotion. Or you got, I don't have, right. to, I don't go too high or too low. Like, I'm just kind of protective shell all the time.
11: I totally get that. Yeah, but. What's the craziest thing a woman has ever done? Mm.
3: Oh, I mean, if anybody got even slightly. Oh, yeah, no, that's not the way, that's legal. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. yeah, that's off the air with Katie. All right. Oh, God. Um, all right, here is uh, Katie Offerman. All right.
11: This song is called Going Crazy.
3: You know, you kind of not remind me of like stylistically, but just that you haven't really compromised who you are. Uh, even when at times maybe it doesn't go the way that you'd hope it would, but yeah. you continue to stay in the lane that you know that is you, and it's all going to eventually come to you, and you're going to own it. You and Ian Muncik are so similar in, in that to me, where same with him, like yeah. you're not going to hear Ian and go that guy. I would, but like people yeah. that whatever incorporate streaming, radio, whatever, be like, this is the guy we need to take and make a star. But what's going to happen yeah. is you guys build and you stay who you are and stay true. Yeah. And then you're just authentically you and you own the lane that you've created that's now just massive. So you two remind me a lot of each other in that way.
11: Well, thanks. Where, I love him so much. Yeah. Man, his voice. I don't think he's ever missed a note. You know, he can just sing anything.
3: That dude is so, he's like the nice. <clears throat> he really is. Like he kind of disarms you. He's the long hair is like, yeah. I grew up on a Rammy and he's months. So like, sweet. And then all of a sudden he's
11: like, what's up? I
3: know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so. I love him.
11: You know, I. the thing is, is there's a thousand of everybody else. There's already a, you know, Carrie, Morena, you know, Casey, all those gals. It's like, I always say like, God gave me about eight notes. You know, I don't have, I don't have some crazy range. It's like, this is what I do. You know that's why I always say like to girls and other people it's like, don't worry about being anybody else. It's like, oh, you got you for a reason. you gotta, gotta do you and not everybody's gonna like it and I think if you do something great, it sometimes it takes longer for people to come on board. you know I think the more vanilla you are, you know, maybe everybody's like, yeah, you have a bob, let's put it on the radio, whatever but it's like, you know what? I want to make great music that I'm proud of and because um, that's what I have, have my voice. So. And if they don't like you, they're a. All right, Katie, off everybody. Thanks Good for to see you, having Katie. me. Y'all are the best. Love you guys.
4: It's the best bits of the week with Morgan, number two.
5: It's a new year, which means we had to talk about some things that we plan to do in the new year. So, not resolutions, but we did talk word of the year like, what's your word for 2024? And we're about to dive into everybody's, but I wanted to share you guys mine right now which I just discovered a few days ago. I didn't know this as we entered into the new year, but it's going to be soft. And no, (laughs) some of y'all need to get your minds out of the gutter. Okay, that's not what I mean. I mean soft as in I need to be more soft with my life. I typically go pretty hard in all things. I just kind of dive feet in and I don't really look. I just kind of do it all. And this year I'm really focusing on softness. I'm going to be doing easier workouts on my body instead of these intense hit workouts all the time. I'm focused on hot yoga and bar and Pilates. I'm listening to softer, kinder music instead of really intense music that I often listen to. And just really in general, looking at my life to be a little bit softer instead of so intense and really on edge all the time, which I've loved my life being that way. But I think as I enter my 30s, this year is really important for me to find a way to be a little bit softer, a little bit more gentle with my life, if that's possible. But y'all, I may touch back in like a month and be like, this is not possible. I can't do this. We will see. This is my plan, though. So that's my word. And you're about to hear everybody else's word of the year.
3: Number three. We're back. Happy New Year, everybody. I put up a thing on my Instagram. It's like, we're back Thursday. And like a picture of me pops up. Do you guys see that? Yes, I I did, saw yeah. yeah, I saw it. I actually downloaded some terrible app on Photo editing That was me doing that It looked (laughs) like It looked like a 12 year old Did it Uh And also I didn't know What the picture was And it's me licking a microphone Yeah It was only when I posted it Did I zoom in And look (laughs) The whole thing Was kind of a disaster So you made that yourself though That's cool (laughs) It's it's like a finger paint (laughs) Paint my number (laughs) Oh it's terrible But it's up uh, Mr. Bobby Bones On my Instagram I did it I did it all myself mom Good for you man But we're happy to be back Amy did you have a word this year
8: I know We didn't talk about
3: that You're not doing a word Last year it was water Or something right
8: I feel like that was A few years ago No Like uh, but it wasn't just water, I wanted to drink more yeah. water, but then I also wanted to be more, you know fluid Liquid. like water. Like I wanted to be more go with the flow. Mm. <laughs> Remember? And oh, haven't, liquidy. I been, haven't I been?
3: Yeah, but that's two years ago, but, but it takes year, time. Okay, So now you're totally wet. <laughs> last so year.
8: Okay, Last year <laughs> I said, uh, I think I wanted more connection. Which I feel like that was my word. And then this year
6: But then when didn't the opposite happen? Yeah. Okay. She No, checked. she's connected to herself more because that's, that, that's who she
8: had. Yeah, but we were disconnected <laughs> well, you what some didn't <laughs> know is we were disconnected far before oh, that. Now connected
3: oh, with wow. yourself more than you ever oh, have. So deep. no word this year.
8: Right. Uh not as of yet. But I ha- so here's the thing. I have on my vision board supplies. And oh, you know, like my glue stick and my magazines and my poster, but I haven't. What? I have a friend coming over this weekend, and we'll we'll work on it. So maybe as we do that, I'll come up with my word. Yeah, it's, it's just for fun. Oh, Supplies
3: sounds right because you need like a couch and a bed.
6: Cause no, you don't I have, have
8: it silverware.
3: That he's never gonna. This well is never gonna go dry Ever. with him. Even Ever. if you're like, even like, let's say, even if you have two more husbands, you divorce <laughs> the next one. <laughs>
8: right.
3: It, he's still gonna keep going back to the same well because it's just it's, it's funny,
7: it's man. easy for him. I know.
8: I'm pretty sure we announced my divorce. March of last year. Mm-hmm. March. And then. Was that
7: March? And it, we were in the works, process yeah. of that
8: for pff, maybe even eight months before that oh, or something. Man. So it's not, new. Yeah, it's not new. It's just we were really <laughs> taking our time. And honestly, it's it's a lot of paperwork. And I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, March Eddie?
7: 16, 2023. What, man? my word? Yeah, give me a word. Ooh. Ooh, word for next year. Well, this year. Well, whatever, this year. Uh, I'm going to go with. Straight.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. I like Tell what we're talking more. about here. It's
7: not what you Let's, think. let's put to rest
3: a lot of rumors about us,
7: Eddie. Let's I, do it right now. I, I, I want to stand up straight more.
1: Okay. Like, I, wanna, oh, I want my it. posture
7: to be better.
8: So maybe the word is posture. Oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the words homo.
3: Homo sapien. Because I am a human. We're like, wait. No. It's just a. W- okay, go ahead. Uh, okay, up
7: straight. Oh, God. It's one word. How would I say <laughs> there? Huh?
3: It's fine. All, all's fine. When you just. Okay, God.
8: <laughs> oh
3: Straight's fine. It just felt. No, ah, but it, it, people think it's something else. I don't mean that. So your word is going to be upright. Upright. That's is that one is that one word?
8: <laughs> I don't like that either. Erect. <laughs> no. no, no. Your word, word is, is. erect it's worse. No. Oh. You have huh. Like I had more connection wow. you want good posture. You can no, have he so wants so just erectus. just
3: posture. Okay, just posture. posture, posture. Your but word you, is posture Not, You have
8: bad posture.
3: But just, just posture. Okay. Yeah, posture. Oh man. Posture. Your word is posture. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks for helping you me. You only clear, get one word. Posture. Okay. Lunchbox do you have any word? Yeah. You don't have to you don't have to have had one. I mean, you can come up with one now. No, I thought of it. I've been
6: thinking of it a long time. Man. Go ahead. Well, I, I mean it's two words. No, you oh, can't yeah. do two. Because <laughs> one word. We just
3: did his. You can't do good posture. You can do one.
6: Well, I mean, this is gonna be it's a it's a hyphenated. So okay. it's it's like huh? one word. More giving. How about just giving? How about just giving?
3: Yeah, I'll do more because it's not like you're known as a giver to begin
6: with. Okay. Giving, okay. Giving yeah. what? I'm gonna give my opinion more. Oh, oh God! I'm gonna was. give feedback no. more, like because you go to restaurants here, you know. No, I thought he was gonna like no, no. gonna give back to people. No, no. no listen, like, I, I've been thinking about this. You go to restaurants and you never write a review, but you go to Yelp to find out if a restaurant is good or bad if you're gonna go to it. So even if it's good or if it's bad. We should be leaving reviews. So, so I'm gonna you going give-
8: to be a giver, not a taker?
3: Well, I mean... Well, you write I, good reviews. You're not known right, for... That right,
6: right. I would write good reviews, you but would I also write, write... good ones? But I also write bad
3: reviews. Got it. Uh, Please let us know when you do this ever. We don't have to sit at the restaurant, is, but we want to know your reviews. Right. Problems. And see, the thing is, I need to come
6: up with an online name. Mm-hmm. Box so, Lunch. So people don't oh, know it's you. Me. never know it's you. That's good. Box Gibbles.
3: Lunch. Yeah. Box Lunch Gibbles. <laughs> Nico
6: Jackson. <I> Hyphenated.
0: <laughs>
3: yes, yes, yes. Um... So the reason I ask this is every year Amy comes up with a word, and we didn't talk about this before we went on. And I don't know uh, if I'm coming up with a word now. I'm just trying to be more – sometimes I try to protect people's feelings when it doesn't matter. I like to give you an example, and it was uncomfortable to me to do, but Uh it's what what I did. So a friend of mine got me this really nice gift. It wasn't you. You're, okay. looking, you're staring at me like I'm about to do you. Well,
8: yeah, because I know sometimes you try to protect my feelings.
3: <laughs> yeah, this is what this was. <laughs> well, first of all, Eddie got me a terrible gift that then I now realize is a good gift. Whoa. He had to tell me what it was. i to explain it. I didn't know what it was. Well, the, the gift card? No, for like two weeks he got me this. It's like a grandma bag of panties or something. What? It turns out it was oh, a, well, a, pic, a, a, no pic- a pickleball bag. It was just made of mesh.
8: Okay, yeah. what are the panties Nothing, for? he just Mesh. said that. Oh, it was made of panties. Okay, I thought yeah. there was oh. underwear inside. No, no, no. Okay.
3: So okay.
6: you thought he took Caitlyn's underwear and made it into a bag? What? No one thought that. Oh. So,
3: what? Um, my friend got me this really nice picture of like the sound, like a sound wave, you know, when you have an audio file? Yeah. And he goes, hey, I got this. It's one of your favorite songs of all time. It's your favorite Willie Nelson song of the song that you love. And that song is? Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain. Thank you, Eddie. And he didn't it wasn't blue eyes crying in the rain it was angel flying too close on the ground Eesh. and he hands it to me and he just says here's this is angel and i go
8: mm-hmm. i just take it
3: and say that was nice or i go this is not my favorite song mm. and i went this is not my favorite song
8: why he said what 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 why
3: why what? But, why did but, you because say that, that, was, because his that, new that word is, but is, why is, is that the first thing word? you
8: say when he's handing you this it wasn't the gift. first
3: i had already thought about it like i feel like sometimes i i think i can be protecting people and it's just not healthy for either one of us because sure. they, they receive a false impression of what my impression so I'm just I already made this deal with myself good or bad I'm just I'm, I'm a giver
8: but it is, <laughs> I'm gonna give my opinion but it <laughs> is give in the giving. I, I agree with you but it also is in the delivery so can you act out how you said it exactly
3: yeah oh wow thanks um, I read the bottom of it and he said this is your favorite one of your favorite songs Willie Nelson <laughs> uh, Angel will Flying too close to, close to the ground I said I don't I mean, I would say this is like my in my top thirty Willie Nelson songs. <laughs> oh God! He said 30? he said what? I said yeah, I said it's a good song. But do you mean Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain? He goes, oh, I do. I was like, oh yeah, that I'd like that one. Huh. You
8: said I'd like that well, I, like one, back- like I don't like this one. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Why that's I don't good. dislike this one? Okay.
3: Well, he said, and then he he said, okay, well, keep that one. And we'll get you another one.
8: Oh, well, now okay. We're gonna have a collection. Let's
3: go. Oh, now I now have the whole. Greatest hits. Yeah, Mm. man. I'll
7: get you on the road again.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So that is is something I'm trying to walk toward. Like, I'm still going to lie about stuff. So what word is that? Hold on, hold on. I'm still going to lie about stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out the word. So why
8: in that moment?
3: No, no, no. I think I was doing that to protect them and me. And I don't think I need to. I think I just need to be honest. Mm. But Mm. like. Like blunt? But if somebody's got a gun and they're like, and I can protect somebody, I'm still going to lie about stuff. I have to. But, like, it's, things like that, it doesn't help anybody.
8: Because they needed to know that you don't really like Yeah, because song.
3: later on in life, or two weeks from now, when I'm like, my favorite Willie Nelson song, blue, and they're like, oh, God, I feel terrible. <laughs> okay, and, okay. And they go, and they, no. So what is the word, though? No, no, no. That I was just thinking of things I was changing oh, okay. up. Okay, okay, here we go. I think my word's going to be purpose. That's my purpose. I'm going to find my purpose this year. Mm. Okay. And sometimes I, I have to be it. purposefully honest. Purposely um, honest? Like, they're just purpose. Okay. But also, I'm have not going to do voice. work. I'm not going to do any work that I don't have to anymore. Unless I'm doing it Ooh. for a reason. Like Because sometimes I would just take, like, jobs. I'd go do this one-off TV thing here or do this here. Unless there's purpose, I'm trying to build something towards something and do something for me. I ain't doing it anymore. I'm done. I'm out. Hmm. I'm only doing things. But I may do more of it. So I'm not working less. Okay.
8: So you just have some boundaries.
3: No, I want less boundaries. But I want those boundaries. I want... Per, I'm only doing stuff that has reason for merit in my life but knowing you you can probably make something up to that make is it true merit. Exactly. absolutely you know what i mean yes i can so
7: something might it might not change at and all And the
3: purpose might be five hundred dollars <laughs> exactly <laughs> but anyway i'm just trying to be purpose, like even purposeful with them to understand uh, knowing my feelings mm. so purpose purpose thank you purpose that's my word right you have a word yeah portal like transfer portal you where, going to call are you going no nah, it's <laughs> kind of like people in my life feelings things doesn't matter. Put it in the transfer portal, like send Wait, it away. No, no, no. I don't. We don't understand.
8: They do matter. People we need know. We need to understand what you mean. Like yeah. You...
3: So say a friendship, like where you really don't feel like the friendship is going anywhere, oh, uh, and they're like, "Hey, why don't you ever hang out with him anymore?" Put him in the transfer portal. <laughs> love it. So you're cutting toxins. You're you're eliminating toxins. I love it. Yeah. Is it
7: South Beach again? Yeah. Is it?
3: Are you in no. South Beach beefing again? No, it's my buddy Bill. He, he just. No, dri- you don't have
7: to say his
8: <laughs> name. <laughs> Wait, you and he Billy are having play. problems? See, now oh, this started. No. Ray, Billy come on. not to know he's in the portal. Billy's <laughs> in the portal. <laughs>
3: oh, no. Can, he, can I pick him up? Bill and Billy are different people. <laughs> okay. All right, let's play this song. Thank you, guys. We're back, by the way. Bobby Bone Show. It's the best bits of the week
4: with Morgan Number 2.
0: Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from The Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your
10: podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but...
6: Same oh, yeah, yeah.
10: And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics, in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all; we will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right.
5: It's not often on the show that we talk about dreams, but Eddie and Amy both had some interesting dreams. Eddie, who has been stalling on making his decision about doing a hair transplant in Turkey, had a dream about doing the hair transplant in Turkey and if he should do it. And basically, he took that dream as a possible sign. And then Amy had a dream about her parents. And she has often talked about signs that she sees with her parents in birds. And there was this whole connection. So the segment was kind of about dreams, but it was also kind of about signs. Maybe you've had One or each or both of these, and you can relate to what's happening with both of them right now. And maybe you did take it as a sign. I don't know. Listen, if I start paying attention to signs, I have a feeling I'm not going to like what I see. I'm just putting that out there. So I think I've been ignoring signs in my life, if I had to guess.
3: Number two. People don't care about your fantasy football team. They don't care about your dreams. Other than that, you can talk openly on this show about whatever your feelings and emotions are. We don't really do dreams, but Eddie right. has asked that we come and talk about a dream. This oh. was
7: a particular dream that I feel was more than a dream. Amy, I think it was a sign. Okay. Oh, we got
3: a couple signs That here could then. be. Because Amy, wow. I, there's a sign from Amy I wanted to bring up, too. Okay, okay. Okay, you
7: go first. Guys, I had a full-on dream that I went to Turkey. I flew to Turkey to get my hair transplant done it was amazing. I mean, the country of Turkey was unbelievable. They had smoked turkey, smoked chicken. No, I think you're thinking... Okay, well, it, we, I was in Turkey. I eating did, turkey. Eating turkey, smoked turkey, and I did the whole procedure. Everyone was nice. The doctor, he talked like this, but he was so comforting. And, dude, I came out with a beautiful head of hair.
3: So you think it's a sign to do it, to go to Turkey for a hair I, transplant?
7: I mean, dude, how long have we been talking about this? I have not once had a dream about this, and all of a sudden... I think this is a sign of big man upstairs maybe telling me I should go. I don't know. I don't really believe 100% in signs, but this one was too detailed, dude, to to not be true. Hmm.
3: Well, at some point, we're going to have to conclude this bit, and you're going to have to tell us. Are the pyramids
7: in Turkey? Because I saw the pyramids there. They are not. Oh, interesting. Okay. Because I climbed a pyramid while I was there. (laughs) <laughs> See, this is the drink is stupid. Okay,
1: <laughs>
3: Egypt. Mm-hmm. Okay, it might be around there, something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Thursday, Friday. Give us the end of next week. got will let us know if you want to go to Turkey to get your hair transplant. Yeah, I'm getting closer. And, and closer then we're done. We're decision. done with the bit. Okay. Um, so Amy loves signs. Yeah, she thinks. Now, this was one we didn't talk about on the show about the what you found outside your door.
8: Yeah, because it... in my window and my dog.
3: Yeah.
8: Yeah. The bird. Yeah. Yeah, I don't S- know. Set it
3: up though, on why you oh, think no. it's a, okay. Well, uh-oh. so
8: my mom comes to visit me as a cardinal and my dad is a blue jay. You
3: think that?
8: It's, they use the birds as signs to comfort me. Because
3: <laughs> they're, okay, well they're not alive they anymore. they have passed. Right. They're
8: on the other side and I, my my mom is a cardinal and my dad is a blue jay. It's very clear. It's proven. Me, it's very clear to me. Okay. And a cardinal flew into my window. All I hear is, Doo! you know, up against the, and then It falls. But I didn't think it died. Like, I just thought, you know, sometimes birds run into windows and it probably went off. Well, then later I let my dog out. and My <clears throat> dog went straight for the cardinal. Ate the bird. The grass. And I don't know your what dog ate your mom. of my dog eating my mom. Mm. So that is not really a sign.
3: Do you think your mom was trying to get in the house? Like.
8: Or what is my? Or was my mom trying to send me another message? Because oh. she can be multiple cardinals, so it's not like that was just her.
3: Oh, I was gonna say maybe she was saying
6: your dog's hungry, so I'll feed myself to your dog. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, or wow, wow, like wow. Is, I volunteer I don't know, as tribute. Is there Do you some... don't really think
3: that's your mom? Mm. Mm.
8: No, I kind of feel like she oh, uses cardinals to comfort me. I don't.
3: What about the St. Louis Cardinals? What if you just kind of misconstrued it? The, the baseball m- team. The more they win, the more.
8: No, because, I mean, the male Cardinals are red, and sometimes she's red, and sometimes she's brown. Those are the female Cardinals. Wait, it's crazy that,
7: that they're both baseball teams, even the Blue Jays.
8: Oh, wow. Oh.
3: Whoa. Yeah.
7: So, I had
8: never had a Blue Jay at my f- bird feeder until my dad died. And then a Blue Jay started showing up. Or you never time, noticed, he- noticed
3: the no, Blue Jay. I, it's like you've never no. seen so many Toyota Tundras driving around. so you, you buy one. So you buy one. You're like, God dang, the whole road's all Toyota Tundras. <laughs> That's no, true. Because
8: I played bird bingo. I had had lots of birds visit, and I had not had a blue jay, and sometimes they show up together, which to me is a sign that they have gotten back together in heaven. Oh,
3: that's so sweet. Do you feel sad about this?
8: I don't know what I think about my dog. That's what I would like to say. Mm-hmm.
3: It's not That's not your mom. Well,
8: that, I know. And Eddie, there are no instance. pyramids
3: in Turkey. Mm, no pyramids at all. Here's what we do. In our lives,
8: we, we sign things, blah, blah, blah. We, but ass- I. I ask for my mom to... Like the penny, when I sat on the penny, that was my mom.
3: There's just a lot of pennies, Amy.
8: No, no. The same day that I read the poem that my sister wrote about pennies when my mom died. Same day.
3: I hope you guys find what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And I love that you're open to things. I can't tell you you're wrong. Right. Eddie, you're wrong. There are no pyramids in... Dude, this, this dream I can't was tell so detailed. Amy, I can't tell Amy that she's wrong. But And if it makes you happy, makes you feel good, helps, makes you make decisions and help yeah. other people, great. But, but don't let it affect you in a negative way.
8: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not... I, I more so... I don't look at it as car eating my mom, but what message is my mom trying to send me? Is this a warning? That's not your mom. Is it a warning?
3: Okay. Uh, we're going to take a break. The New Year's already messed with you guys' brains. No, we got a lot to think about. We got Whatever. a lot to do. Yeah, 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 yeah.
10: Let's go.
4: It's the best bits of the week Show. with Morgan number two.
5: As a giant country music fan since I was literally out of the womb... I was so excited to have Toby Keith in our studio this week. It was so awesome. He had great stories to share, really dry sense of humor. So like you're sitting there, do I laugh? Do I not laugh? Was that meant to be funny? And I think a lot of it is. Like I think he's genuinely a really funny guy. And it was cool to just hear some things that he wanted to share with us. And he talked about his health journey in the stomach surgery he had. And of course, the process it's been like for him to learn to sing again since that surgery. And we also heard a story about the Greasy Weenies, which is a band that involves Toby Keith. I'm just going to leave that there. So here it is, the interview with Toby Keith.
4: Number
3: one. On the Bobby Bones Show now.
5: Toby Keith.
3: Toby, it's rare that people that I'm super close to will ask me for tickets, anything because they know, like... Unless it's really meaningful, don't ask. And I've only had two close friends ask me for tickets this whole year. And, or last year, it was Morgan Wallen and it was your shows in Vegas. That wow. was it. That's how big those shows yeah. were. And they sold, I saw they sold out immediately. Mm-hmm. Do you still have any sort of anxiety at all about shows selling?
12: No, I had worked in, uh, I probably only worked a handful of shows in the last wide COVID, two big Cs, COVID and cancer. So it was uh i haven't worked a handful of shows in the last three years but i worked every year for 27 28 years and i mean i was uh only uh, the only uh thing i had that concerned me was being away from it for three years and remembering all the words because they subconsciously uh, come to you when you're working yeah you don't even think about it you know them and then getting completely away from them and having to start back, so they had a teleprompter up there, and I got into a, a little bit of a sound check. We're going to go full dress rehearsal today, but um, I didn't even use it. It was just like riding a bike. Oh, you knew all the words? Yeah, once I got up there and started rolling and it got familiar, I just I didn't even look at the teleprompter.
3: What about playing at all? Did you did your hand stay calloused? If yeah,
12: I, I still played. Uh, no matter where I was, I always had a guitar there and uh, still plunked around but um, they've been callous so long that <laughs>
3: it's all callus, not even bones anymore yeah. it's, just, it's just all calluses. yeah it's like having extra fingernails uh, I, you guys are putting the song Don't Let the Old Man in It's it's, already, it's been out but you're like uh, hey this song's good here it is remember it we're gonna push it again where did that come from and why so uh,
12: so that wasn't my idea so uh, we put that in the, in the Eastwood movie three or four years ago and The movie didn't do as well as they thought, but, and it's at the very end, and as powerful as the song was, it still didn't really get its due, but great songs have a way of finding a home. Willie cut it, Humperdinck cut it, a bunch of foreign uh, legends cut it in their language, and I thought, well, that's cool, you know, and then when the Icon Award came up at the People's Choice, um, Rack Clark, Dick Clark's son, who I've known for years, he's produced a lot of the award shows. He said, uh, I really want you to do this song. And I was like, man, Blake's presenting me. He's oh, he yes,
3: asked you to do that song. Like you weren't planning to do that song. Mm. Got it.
12: And because it's, it was, it's dark, you know, and it, and, and I hadn't been in the public eye for a while. And so I was like, Blake's going to do who's your daddy. And I want to do something up tempo. Cause he's, he's going to be fun and funny. And he goes, no, Rack insisted. And I said, well, Rack, if you want me to do it, I'll do it. He goes, I think it would be a gigantic highlight. And he was right. Yeah, it was massive.
3: Yeah. People went crazy. And so because of that response, everybody's like, we need to reintroduce this song.
12: Well, it just, it went number one immediately on iTunes. And then people started calling saying, hey, they want service radio. Yeah. And I haven't really served. I haven't done anything in three or four years. And I was like. I don't know if they play this kind of music anymore you know this is way different than what you normally hear and I said uh, this is this song is even more classic than my age this this song could have been recorded in the 50s you know or 60s and it's it's so uh, it's so country and so low school that I said you do what you want to do with it but um, I just love it that it got its it found a home. You're going on the road, how's your health? How's everything going? It's going pretty good. Um, this is a roller coaster, and it takes a little while to get your brain wrapped around it. And then um, you get to a point where you just say that, hey, uh, this is what I do. And um, you can't let it define you know, your future. You can sit around and wait, 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 wait. But I've got a roadhouse out in the country. by It's a, like a 97-year-old roadhouse that has a lot of music history a lot of uh, Oklahoma history what's a roadhouse I don't know what that is it's like a bar and grill out- outdoor it's, oh got it got it got it you know it's an old roadhouse uh, like Texas Roadhouse the restaurant type place well like a a bar out in the country that people would drive out to like okay. in a movie you'd see people they'll set a roadhouse up in the... remember the one where uh, Patrick Swayze had... Roadhouse is that called roadhouse? <laughs> yeah that one, yeah, that oh. one. Yeah, yeah I know that one yeah. <laughs> that one. alright so yeah. there you go Okay, so that's kind of out by itself um this thing's like 97 years old the old actor james garner was named james bum garner before he went to hollywood he pumped gas in there bonnie and clyde stayed in some cabins behind it bob wheels and the texas playboys people like that would come through and play these little dances out there and then it turned into a convenience store we used to get bait beer tobacco stuff there before we were old enough and then we're going to tear it down And my whole countryside out there where i live i know everybody uh, that's my sanctuary. Um, they were like, man, they're telling the, tearing the old Hollywood's corners down. And uh, so I went and bought the thing, popped it up, cleaned it up, put some lights in the trees, put a stage out there, and um, left the stage up. And now you can go out there, get some food, get a beer, sit on the lights, bring your dog, bring your kids, and and uh, have Biker Night on Wednesday. And And I saved it, you know and uh, so one night I said hey I want to try to play so I called the manager and I said tell uh, Jennifer I said tell the band they're paid but they're not going to play and they, she goes who's playing I said another band and then I was bringing my guys in from Nashville and we were just going to go up incognito and just let the word build and just have fun and I was going to see how far I could go without taking a break you know so I did two three-hour nights, and she goes, well, who do I advertise this playing? I said, the Greasy Weenies. <laughs> and so she put it up. The Greasy Weenies will be here Friday and Saturday. Well, everybody started going, something's not right because the band's getting paid. So when I showed up the first night, they were just, like, lined up down the ditches a half a mile in every direction. And uh, and I did two nights in July, and I was like, go, go book me some shows. So... Uh, You just can't get the trucks and buses after three years all together and the crew. Everybody's off working with everybody else, you know. So it took till December to launch this thing. And uh, here we are.
3: Well, excited to have you back. Yeah.
12: Yeah. Like,
3: optimistic, playing music, love it. Did you have to, your voice, aside from health, like, you don't sing for three years. Like, that's a muscle. Right. Like, you
12: can sing for three hours, but I mean, did you, like, blow your voice at all after two days? No, but um, the, the thing that I've had to overcome is the surgery I had on my stomach, they had to uh, stitch on my diaphragm, so and not using it to sing every night, that is a muscle, you know? So I've had to really work that to get it. So where I sing really, really hard and really, really violent and loud, and uh, I didn't have that last 10% on the bottom where I could just really belt anything. You know, like when I sang MacArthur Park at Carnegie Hall, it was like opera stuff. So I don't know if I could do that, but what I do on stage is no problem. So it's like I've had to, I've had to uh, work on that diaphragm, and it's getting better all the time. But I, I went through uh, about three hours yesterday, off and on, you know, going through our list, working it up, and I didn't have any issues.
3: What's your favorite song to do now that you're back doing it? Anything like, man, that feels good to do again.
12: Man, those four and five week number ones, you can just pile them up and come downhill and uh, it they're all
3: fun. Are you going to do any songs about the Greasy Weenies? I love that band. I don't know if you heard of them. They're really making the name in Oklahoma. Yeah,
12: yeah. They don't do many covers. They do all Toby stuff.
3: Well, <laughs> that, that's why some people get annoyed by them. They're like, enough Toby, Keith. Play yeah. some Greasy Weenies. Yeah. So, uh, well, Toby, it's good to see you, man. You too, and, Bob. Um, new album, 100% songwriter. They came out a few months ago. Um, don't Let the Old Man In is is back. We've been playing a little bit. And all the shows sold out. Again, my friends never asked me for anything. And they were like, can you get us Toby tickets? And I said, not only that they could come and stay in your hotel room. So you'll see them there. Well, I
12: don't stay in my hotel rooms. They can have it. Well. As long as they pick up incidentally. (laughs) Crap. All right. All right. Uh, Toby, good to see you, buddy. All right, there
3: he is. Toby Keith, everybody.
4: It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two.
5: All right, y'all. That's it for this weekend. Thank you for joining me for the first weekend of 2024. I can't believe we're already like down and under a week in 2024, which we did get an extra day this year. I learned we are 366 days, which I'm keeping that on the back of my memory bank in case it gets brought up in easy trivia. And now if I miss that, I'm gonna be really sad I talked about this. (laughs) Anyways, y'all, I hope you're having a great start to the new year and you're enjoying maybe some more relaxing time or you're getting started really strong on those resolutions or goals for this year. Whatever it may be, thanks for joining me here. Be sure to come hang out with me on social media too, at webgirlmorgan on the social media of your preference. And, of course, follow the show at Bobby Bone Show. I love y'all. Until next weekend.
4: That's the best bits of the week with Morgan. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the other two parts this weekend. Go follow the show on all social platforms. At Bobby Bones show. And follow at Web Girl Morgan to submit your listener questions for next week's episode.